Why don't you go ahead and bring us in, Mike? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the B Block here on the Media Virus Podcast, episode 162B. How you doing, Matt? You know, I was I'm really fucking pissed off because I did the whole A block with the fucking laptop microphone. Because I hear myself through the I hear myself through the head through the, through the board. I can, you know, the mics, the headphones are connected to the board. I can hear myself and I can hear you through the board. So I thought I was going through the board, and then I went to go listen to the playback. And the playback is, and I was like, what the fuck? I don't understand. I'm eating that mic. Why am I getting room noise? Like, why is there so much? Right. And I realized I went into my settings and, and uh, mic. yeah, yeah. Cause it's Pete was working on his shit. And for some reason I changed that setting. I don't remember why, but I remember it's Pete's fault. I know it's Pete's fault. <laughs> and I'm not even joking. Like I know sometimes I blame shit on fucking Pete. Randomly. Um, does. Yeah, and it's not really it's not really Pete's fault, but in this particular fucking case, it's in my contract, folks. Like I take the blame for everything around here. No, it is. It is. It is. No, and I'm not. I'm not saying that we don't use Pete as a scapegoat because we do. We do use Pete as a scapegoat. What I'm saying right to you people right now is that this is 100 percent Pete's fault. Maybe 70 percent Pete's fault. I could have thought about it and remembered to set my settings. I'm getting textuses. Uh, Erica's asking me what happened. She joined as soon as we got. That's that's Erica. She's like, hey, lay off Pete. No, no. She was because uh, we were on YouTube. Uh-huh. Uh, and now now we yeah. are on Facebook. Because mm. I eh, just figured we'd change it up a little bit. See if, you know. If anybody watches. See if we get any traction on Facebook. You know, yeah. we tried YouTube. You know, and then see what happens. You know, just yeah. So yeah, and now that I sound, you know, like I should. Yeah, you don't have anything to say. Like this is what I'm supposed to. I, I mean, I hope. It's, I hope it's. I'm just fucking. I'm raging over this, dude. I'm so fucking angry. Like I, I can't believe how stupid I fucking did. Up every day. Why should this? Be I know I fuck up. Listen. Why should this be the one thing that sets you over the fucking edge? <laughs> <laughs> because it's basic shit. Because like I haven't fucked up. I haven't fucked up. I haven't had audio issues. I haven't had an audio problem that stupid in at least three or four weeks, dude. Well, I mean, at least three or four weeks. That's a good run, but you know everything. I was a heavy was. It was okay, you know. You know. So Pete, Pete Rose, I don't know if you knew this or not, but uh, games at one if time. somebody were to comment, live fewer comments could show up on StreamYard. So if you comment, we're going to see it. I know that like a lot of a lot of our you know uh, audience is used to us using Zoom, right, and That's not right. seeing not seeing comments, right? But now we see comments, so we you do. can you know, and then we can. See, StreamYard will let us do that. Fucking cool is that? But so I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm still like I'm still reeling from um it's one oh big daddy's joining joining Not us bad. today. What's up, dude? Hey, what's going on? Oh wow. How you doing, man? It's good to see you. I am tired as fuck. But good. Tired. Okay. Oh, well, thanks for 
Thanks for popping. Uh, but I am here and in the motherfucking house on StreamYard. Hell yeah. Um, so uh, we were, you know, we were talking in, in uh, A Block about um, Andre Brower and, uh, and his passing. And I, I fell in love with Andre Brower in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I just thought he was fantastic. And then I went and I actually um, you know, started watching uh, Homicide, Life on the Streets. Mm. That's, a, that's, a, that's, that's a pretty good show uh as well and he he had this laundry list i mean do you hear about this big daddy yeah andre brower is a um a stud and as far as like all the movie credits done and yeah oh yeah no absolutely absolutely no i mean i figured you would know him because you know he's he's black you're black we yeah. see him at the meeting we used to see him at all the meetings yeah that's the... well it, at least he's involved you know you, you... right i mean you hate to see an apathetic black man. It's true. Exactly. It's true. But I mean, if, if, if I remember correctly, um, uh, homicide was like, that was in the nineties, right? That was a, that's an old show. I think so. And think so. wasn't, uh, isn't that where, um, bells, uh, one of the places bells did his, uh, munch character. Yes. Richard Belzer did do his, yeah. He Belzer did his, uh, the munch he was oh uh, he was captain Holt, captain Raymond Holt on Brooklyn 99 was right. the uh he was the the captain he was the head head honcho how come this keeps coming off I, oh it's just i guess it just does it for a second what just show it for a, oh i um, i was trying to put it up at the same time and every time oh that's back. funny all right <laughs> that's funny we're both fucking doing it yeah we're so excited somebody's paying attention <laughs> like little kids and I've I've changed I've changed everybody's time. There's, there's Erica. Oh, sad. Yes, very sad. Very very sad. But uh, I don't know. That got me. Uh, I figured '90s was a good transition. Um, you know, into this uh, story about uh, '90s food. '90s food, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm glad Big Daddy's here because he is a he is a connoisseur of of junk food of junk food, and that's what. Uh, Former fat fat kid, I, I I think we've talked about before. I mean, are there foods that you or like, just ate like a fat kid? Are there I foods was always big. Well, are there foods that you associate with a specific time? Like, what about the ones that make you think about an entire decade? When it comes to the '90s, we definitely enjoyed many goodies we wouldn't have wanted to be without. Those staple foods we associate. With the decade, snacks, meals, desserts, and even beverages. We ate them for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or maybe all of the above. They were yummy, and they bring back memories every bite. We rounded up some cool facts and interesting morsels about the staple foods from the 1990s. Let's, uh, let's take a look. And uh, Well, did you guys know that uh, Hamburger Helper was born out of a scarcity of you know, hamburger? It was a way to stretch it out. Yep. Yep. Put some noodles in there, a little bit of, a little bit of sand, and and off you go. <laughs> I tell you what, man. I don't know why they call it hamburger helper. It does just fine by itself. <laughs> um, Sal, you know Salisbury steak. I love. What do you guys think of Salisbury steak? I like it. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, I prefer meatloaf, but Salisbury steak, I'll go for. Yeah, sure. 
Eric is chiming in with pizza bagels or not. pizza bagels are very nineties. Yeah, that might be on. I don't know if that's oh, on the. Yeah. Hell yeah! No, I'll, I'll do a Salisbury steak. Remember, like remember Gino's steak. pizza bites? Yeah, there's yep. pizza oh, bites. Yeah, those were good. Those were real good. Burnt, burnt the roof of my mouth many times on those. Every time. That's when you learn how to how to balance shit with your tongue, like kick it around your mouth so it, it didn't touch any particular spot very, for very long. Yeah. Oh. Okay. About this? Uh, Salisbury steak. When you're, when you're eating them, it should sound like you're giving a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Big Daddy and I are going to market t-shirts for the show, by the way. The winter salutations or something, whatever it was. No, but but that's cool. another one. Uh, uh, Big Daddy, I'm I'm coming up with a with a, a logo. I I think we're going to be able to sell this one. I like it. Normalize frequent fellatio. Normalize frequent fellatio. I'm going to put together a special logo for it, and uh, that's I, I think we could I think we NFF. can sell that. the frequent fellatio society. No, no, um, just normalize frequent. Normalize frequent. Well, that, yeah, NFF. You could do. Yeah, you could do the FFS. You know, frequent fellatio society. These are all possible. Well, I would rather not wear a T-shirt that says frequent fellatio society because I don't <laughs> want people. To... <laughs> but just in frequent fellatio. Normal. How the fuck do we get back to Salisbury Steak after talking about blowjobs, dude? How the fuck do you do that? You can't. You just can't. Well, there are two things that you enjoy while sitting back on the couch. Well, you know, too many blowjobs could upset somebody's stomach. They could. They could. And, and Salisbury steak had a medicinal use during the American Civil War. They used it to, to help people who had gastrointestinal <laughs> issues to, to get their, their, their gut back on track. It helped Civil War soldiers that, that was getting too many blowjobs? It doesn't... Not exactly. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Man. They used it they use it for people with stomach issues to get their stomachs back on track. And uh, I, I'm, I'm given to understand that, that someone who performs too many blowjobs and fills up on jism might have a stomach issue. Is that Lil Kim? Pop in. There was no, a, uh, an artist in the 90s that had that performed too many fellatio type services and ended up having to get her stomach pumped because of an upset stomach. I think it was Lil Kim. That was low Kim. Yeah. I feel like that was rumor. I, I, I don't, I don't think true. that really happened. I don't what? think so. I don't know. I'm, I'm not stomach, sure. Did you know that a toddler turned, you know, a toddler turned orange from drinking too much sunny delight? <laughs> I believe it. See, that sounds like an urban myth to me. No, dude, it's saying it right here. A child apparently drank one and a half liters a day. This would, be more, this would be more than the total daily fluid intake of a child that age, and you would expect a mix of different drinks, not just one type. The condition is harmless. There's no health risk, and her skin will return to normal in a few weeks. Right. I don't know how long ago that was. But wow. I was oh, it was 1999. I wonder, we should, I wonder if that was Trump's problem. Maybe he drank too much Sunny Delight. That, that would yeah. track. I mean, I'm just saying. I, that's a handle. That's a handle of Sunny D. Well, that's how Sunny D comes. It comes as a handle, as like a handle. Um, oh, jeez, I don't even know well, what they say. You know. are what you eat or drink, something like that. Uh huh. Well, um, I mean, 
if I eat this whole thing of crackers, what do you think is going to happen? <coughs> Maybe. Well, you're you might, already a cracker. I dude. I was going to say, you might, you might become Caucasian. <laughs> I think your wife has an upset stomach, dude. Yeah, well, I think it was the... Uh, yeah, Salisbury steak talk. I, yeah, that had to be it. It was the Salisbury steak talk. <laughs> that really upset her. It took me a minute to figure out what the fuck that was. I'm like, why is she put Starbucks logo? What, <laughs> like from a, <laughs> what is that? It's just a green dot on the screen. I didn't understand it. Yeah, but she's telling us that we're uh, we're being we're being a little too gross for her. But uh, well, it's not going to get any better. Here's the original Sloppy Joe. May have been Sloppy Jose. Uh, Sloppy really? Jose was a bar in Havana in the 30s, owned by a guy named Jose Garcia. The bar it uh, it bar got its name because the place was always a mess. Oh. Speaking of sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> Sloppy and messy. Palacio <laughs> can be sloppy and messy, especially good Palacio. It's unbelievable. Right. <laughs> well, no, you've never had good sloppy, messy Palacio. Listen, man. There's always that. There's always <laughs> that one watching. There's always that one girl in every guy's memory banks. The one that just 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 went to town. Yeah. Take a moment of silence for our memory. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Um, (laughs) So, do you want to still go over this list, or you want to talk about something else? I just, I I can't, I can't. This list, I I like it. Uh, It's a good list. Sloppy Joe's. I I love Sloppy. Actually, I made Sloppy Joe's. uh, Let's see, about two weeks ago. From a recipe I found online, it was fantastic. Made them from scratch, no can. It was awesome. You didn't use any manwich? No, man. I made them from scratch. They were killer. Awesome. <sighs> My wife announced that she. Uh, <laughs> She's leaving. She's leaving. F is a building. Well, Bye, Ricky Rock Jeff. Is she? Is she? Is she gone? That's sad. Oh, she's somebody watching. So she probably still hopefully, is. hopefully she's still here. I I don't I didn't mean to upset her. Bologna, yeah, Bologna can be have its origins traced back to Italy. Well, yeah, um, the, the Bologna region region of of Italy. I mean, that's it's it's a it's a meat. It, it's you know it's it's, but it's like I'm just I'm just waiting, just waiting it out. I know Big Daddy's not gonna. Let a, a baloney reference just sneak on past them. <laughs> I was gonna be good. I was, like, I, was like, what, I was like, "What are we waiting for?" Oh, for the first time. Okay, that's all. I was gonna be good. I don't want to make a dick joke every time. It even rhymes with pony. <laughs> it does. Uh, she, she, what was she that movie? Me. What was that movie? I don't uh, know. It was it was a bad sequel to something, and the there was a battle of the bands, and the band got up and did a song called Beef Baloney, and all they did was was play obnoxious punky riffs and scream Beef 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 Baloney Beef 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 Baloney. 
Uh, I don't, but I digress. Yeah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Now we can talk about you molten chocolate cake. Well, what about it? What about it, Mike? It might have been an accident. If you've you never think? heard of molten chocolate cake prior to the 1990s, there's a good reason. It was only about three years old. That's according to some some people, anyway. Chef uh, Jean Georges von Wow Jean Georges von von Gerichen is uh, credited with creating the chocolate cake with a saucy inside about 1987 when he introduced it. However, it was a dessert created by accident. There there were predecessors to the molten lava cake that resembled uh, his, that uh, specifically like, one created by Chef undone, Michel Bra right? uh, as early as 1981. Von Gerichten's cake was the result of underbaking. However, while Bras developed a type of cookie dough with chocolate in the center. Okay, so they got different ways of making it. Uh, potential molten chocolate cake ancestors include the Tunnel of Fudge Cake made uh, by the second place finisher in a Pillsbury Bake Off in 1966 and a more recent creation by chocolatier Jacques Torres in France. So France has a Tunnel of Fudge? <laughs> yes, they do. Frank Sinatra liked pesto before wow. pesto. That's I found I found the movie for you, Mike. What what, what is pesto, Professor? Pesto is typically it's usually a basil base. So you 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 blend basil and olive oil. You emulsify olive oil and garlic into it. Um, some some good uh, like a, a, a parmesan or a, a pecorino romano. And pine, usually pine nuts. Uh, sometimes they use almonds. Now they use a different nut sometimes to change things up. But the tradition would be a pine nut, and then uh, you can put that on pasta. You can put it on bread. It, it, it's a good. You know, I I, I think you. Do you see that TikTok that was going around? Which one? Did you see that TikTok that was going around? This girl, she starts. She all right. So she starts off this. This she's making her own pesto, and okay. she's going to show you how to make your pesto. Right. But she starts out. She starts out the video going, "Call me crazy, but I've always hated store bought pesto," and people have taken and stitching it, stitched it, and right. put in the most insane thing they've ever done in their lives. <laughs> going, no, but the pesto—that's pretty. <laughs> okay, I haven't seen. Like that. They admit the felonies. Yeah. Oh, really? Like they'll admit the felonies because, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I've seen a bunch of shit. But uh, yeah, pesto. I never, I don't, I'm not a pesto guy. This was, yeah, dude, the success of Kid Cuisine is a masterclass in marketing. Mm. As the name indicates, Kid Cuisine's frozen entrees were introduced in 1990 specifically for children. They featured meals like pizza, chicken nuggets, hamburgers, and macaroni and cheese alongside sides and desserts. The nutritional value immediately raised eyebrows, but the brand thrived as a fast way for adults to feed their fucking screaming little bastards. One of the big boons for kid cuisine during the 90s was many connections to the marketing campaigns for movies like Oliver and Company and The Jungle Book. The Swan Princess benefits for consumers included rebates and coupons and included a home video items. So not only could you feed those little bastards, you could entertain those little urchins for hours. 
Oh, kid cuisine still includes food like chicken nuggets, corn dogs, macaroni, French fries, brownies, and sprinkles in the company's continued effort to make mealtime fun. That is. Um, now, it let me ask you guys. A Go ahead. Also teaches what? It also teaches children to uh, eat bullshit instead of regular food. No, right. I, I, that's uh, that's what kid cuisine. I mean, it's it is it is perfect, right? It's it's a cartoon right. in the box. Yeah, there's probably some there's a there's a there's a coupon for for something that's you know shiny. You're probably yeah, but what you, you, they could probably come with a tool. What happens when you have to sit down to 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 a pork chop and some green beans and a potato with your kid? And they God, they, they so good though. No, I, dude, my son is 21 and like won't eat anything. I I I can't even say like like it's like his his meal is like limited to like seven dishes. Wow, that's all he'll eat. And it's like we took him out for his birthday, and he got a you know, he wanted to go chicken to nuggets. he wanted to go to Texas. No, check it. He doesn't like them chicken nuggets. And he wanted to go to Texas Roadhouse. Okay, right, but he. He wanted to get a cheeseburger. Okay. <laughs> from Texas. He likes Texas Roadhouse. Well, do they have but the, the, the way I don't know, but the way for Texas the way for Texas Roadhouse was fucking an hour and twenty minutes. Jeez, and the way for the guys. green turtle. And there was there was nobody in the green turtle. Right. Because you know I mean? they're all at Texas. So we went Roadhouse. to the green turtle and he got a hamburger. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well the great thing now on two on, on Conquer Pike up there. The great thing about the green turtle is it's stuck between an olive garden, a little lobster. Um, there's an Applebee's TGI in the parking Friday. lot. A there's a Friday's. Friday. There's 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 like five chain restaurants uh -huh. in that, uh, you know, in that particular. And didn't isn't one of them now a diner, as well? Oh yeah, there's a there's a the All American Diner, which is not. I think it's that's what it's called. I don't, I don't know. Is that what it's called? The All American Diner. It's a diner. It's it's okay. I do like but, diners. I like diners too, but uh, so we went to the Green Turtle. But uh, but let me ask you this, guys, real quick. I'm gonna take a poll. Has anyone ever called fish sticks the hot dogs of the ocean? <laughs> no, but I wish I had. No, but I will now. Uh, well, historian Paul Johnson. Historian Paul Josephson calls the development of the fish stick or fish fingers in places like the UK the result of a need to process and sell tons of fish that were harvested from the ocean, filleted, filleted. How do you say that? It's not filleted. 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 Not filleted. The T is just completely silent. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It, filleted in front of the huge solid blocks. Um, his <laughs> articles on the topic of the ocean's hot dog. Go back. Read it What's with filleted. Go ahead and, and, and try it. Read it back and try pronouncing it filleted. <laughs> Historian Paul Josephson called the development of the fish sticks or fish fingers in places like the UK the result of a need to process and sell tons of fish that were harvested from the ocean, filleted and frozen in huge solid blocks. <laughs> You guys like fish sticks? It always goes to that, doesn't it? It always goes to no, that. No, 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 Matt, Matt, you like fish dicks. Those are some happy fish. <laughs> fish dicks. I gave fish, fish dicks. Fucking Pete. Fish dicks. 
he he don't say much, but when he comes in, it's a fucking. <laughs> now, all right. Have you ever had to? Have you ever had to decide whether or not to eat your spaghettios with a fork or a spoon? Have you I, I ever thought about? Have you ever poured yourself a bowl of spaghettios and said, "I don't need. I don't know if I need a fork or a spoon for this." Um, I think I've, I, I've always gone spoon. You and, can't and eat them with the. I don't think you can eat them with a the fork. I go for option three. Don't Spork. fucking eat spaghettios. Mm. Spaghettios are just like shitty tomato soup and noodles. Yep, that's really all they are. I have ancestors that would jump off of things if they found out I ate spaghettios. Uh. See, now we're, this is has not stuffed crust pizzas around the world have featured fillings like fish eggs and shrimp. Well, that's not. I yeah. think, that doesn't make me feel like that doesn't make me think of the nineties. You know what I mean? We're talking oh, about just the idea. Of, just the idea of stuffed crust. I guess stuffed crust. I guess stuffed crust pizza is delicious. It's one of my favorites. True that. <laughs> you know, it is but, on it is. I do enjoy a good stuffed, stuffed crust pizza. But you know, <sighs> let's see. What are we saying? Well, we're done with that. That is the uh, foods that remind us of the nineties. <laughs> and and that. <clears throat> pardon me, ladies and gentlemen. That's the first in a string of stories that we're going to talk about here in the B block that uh, came to me on the on the list this week from Maddie. Uh, who took a very deep dive into stories that just aren't fucking news. <laughs> just aren't fucking news. <laughs> you aren't. Uh, listen, this is the thing. Okay. But they're not news. They're not news. No, we hadn't. We had three news stories. Do you know where they right? came from? I had to scramble at the at, at writing time. You did a great fucking news. job. You did no. a great fucking job. I know that's what I do. You but, did. But no, I, mean, I understand that. But you did. knew, and I saw. I get, I get that. I get. I, I understand. Let's see. I saw tasty. Well, all the news, like all the news, is about all the fucking wars and politics and shit. There's I like know, there's. It's a rough news cycle right now. It was like I went. I got because I, you know, throughout periodically throughout the week, I just go looking for news. Right. You know what I mean, and. That's what happened, and I went and I found these cool, like these fun little fucking articles to talk about. But I, I wasn't finding anything that wasn't uh, about war, about the election, about you know Biden. Like I don't want to get into that shit, right? No, it's I, it's not, that's not what we do. Joke in it, right? So like I, I, I figured there was more of you know, I, I think that it's, and and these some of these you got to understand that like some of these articles. I'm 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 kind of amazed at that the fact that they're they're articles. Like I'm yeah. kind of a, I'm kind of amazed like things that get published now and pass as, as news cuz I'm looking on Google News when I look for this shit. Well yeah, I mean it, right? but Google News is, is a, what's, it's, it's a news aggregator. It pays attention to what you look at and no, then I, it throws you things uh, about those things. No, I get that. I I understand that. Okay? But what I'm saying is is that I go looking, I'm not looking for bullshit. I'm looking for news. I stumble across the bullshit that I think would be fun to talk about. Right. You know, and I, I, and, and half the time it's like, did we really need, did we, did we need research on this? Like, did, did we need an article? Right. Like here, this is scientific American from scientific American. You ready? 
Cats kill a staggering number of species across the world. No shit. They're cats. Cats are little fucking terror machines. Yes, they are programmed to kill, eat shit, and move on. Why people have cats? People used to... Back in the 1800s, back in the 1800s, people didn't even like cats. Cats weren't cute. They weren't a pet. They were a necessity. You needed a cat in the house to kill all the to kill the rodents you don't want running around your fucking house. They they were they're not sailors as well. What's that? They were popular among sailors as well. They they took them on boats for the same reason. For the same reason, they would kill the rats. Yeah, Yeah. and and oh, I thought there was another reason. (laughs) No, that was that was before duct tape was invented. Ah, okay. Back then, they had to use a really sturdy scarf. <laughs> um, it's an inside joke that only the four of us will get. The um, a, a good strap fashioned out of burlap could help too. Yes, that's true. That's true. You know, exotic species like such as pythons, Asian carp, and cane toads often dominate the uh, invasive species discourse. Few biological invaders, however, have wreaked as much geological, ecological, sorry, ecological havoc. As one of the most cuddly companions, cats. Cats are not cuddly. Like I, I don't hate cats. I don't. Some of them are. Some of them are. You know what? Uh, Becky from uh, Stepmoms Without Children has a. I don't know what it is, but it was one of those cats that cost like a thousand dollars. Maybe and, big fluffy one. It's fluffy. It's not. It's fluffy and big, but it's mostly hair. When you go to pick it up, you're amazed at how light the fucking thing is. It might be a Maine right. Coon. They're badass. Yeah. Well, her name is Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she's, okay. she's had this cat almost as long as I've known her, but she oh, yeah. didn't get the cat fixed for like the first for like the first couple of years. Oh, and this cat was such a bitch. And the cat would just walk around the house. And like I don't understand why. And it just gets hair everywhere. My wife's definitely allergic to the fucking thing. And like, I just don't, I don't, yeah, it's, like it does nothing. Have a cat. Dude, so we got, so that's when we got, I don't know if you guys know the story of the bunny rabbits, but we, we got Hector. Hector was a brown bunny rabbit. I remember. We got Hector. This same. Yeah. Well, I had, when I first met you guys, we, I had just had to, I had just buried two bunny rabbits that were Marshall <laughs> and Drake. That were who? Yeah, I had a white rabbit and a black rabbit. We named the white rabbit Marshall and we named the black rabbit Dre. But it was her she was a girl, it was Andrea, but we called her Dre. Right. But before that, we had Hector. Anyway, so we bought Hector and- around the same time. And we thought it'd be fun to put Hector and Elizabeth Taylor in the same room. And can go just bad. to see what it could have gone bad. It could have, but yeah. it could have been funny, right? It could have been. Yeah, yeah. But you know what was, dude? They were both just terrified of each other. That's it. So just went to east. You're you're very fortunate. You're very fortunate because a cat will fight in a way that is so foreign to people. Like everything is to the death with a cat. Everything. No, but you got, you got to understand that I had no worries about this cat. But this then, cat is such a, it's like a dog. But then the one thing in the world that fights even 
harder and with with less brain than a cat is a fucking bunny. David will fight for his life. Yeah. A bunny will a bunny will take out a dog. Like I I know a guy who he actually bred some some hunting dogs a particular size to hunt rabbits with because he found that beagles were a little small and if they were to come against a rabbit they were they were small enough that the, a rabbit could really really hurt a beagle so yeah you a, i've heard a dog that. that was a little bit bigger so that the dog had a fighting chance against a rabbit if if one ever turned on it <sighs> well um yeah cats now you're people are saying ecological you know uh yeah the ecosystems yeah but here's the thing cats make the world inhabitable for us yes because they kill shit and that they is why we shit. right that's why we picked the that's what they're for the first ones up in the what they call the near east over in 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 areas like egypt and where cats were already you know along the savannas and we domesticated some of them because we realized that they were eating the 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 the, the vermin it was it's a it's a fantastic setup you know um so the the next story that i found disturbing attraction oh i'm sorry well just disturbing in the fact that that i don't know if it's the way people phrase things you you know what i mean or i'm trying to get to the get to the article yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah i'm almost there uh it's raining it's pouring nursery rhyme has a dark meaning which has left people traumatized again yeah and I... uh, again hmm. yeah if you didn't figure this the fuck out that the old man got so drunk he hit his head and died it's <laughs> <laughs> the fucking song i uh... wait no he wakes up in the morning no he couldn't wake up in the morning yeah, that's I the thought end. it was. It could, in, not wake up in it could not wake up in the morning. I learned and didn't wake up until morning. Oh no. well, no. The story is he didn't wake up in the morning. Oh, interesting. And like this is, and I after drinking so much, he again, he awake. He started nodding off and snoring. So he decided. Yeah, it's time the version to I learned. The version I learned was. But he fell out of bed, bumped his head, and didn't wake up until morning. I didn't know there was another version get, of that. The, the actual, the actual, the, the way it was written was, and he must have, it must have been some bump because he couldn't get up in the morning. So he, he fell down, hit his head so hard that he was either comatose or dead. Awesome. And children sang this skipping rope. It's like the uh, uh, ring around the ring around the rosies that song. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It says right here. The, the he was, ring he was that they would they, they dance around. The, there was uh, roses and and flower petals that they used to for the smell of Black Death. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's that's uh, yeah. Well, there were there were lots the, the, of things. The rosy ring. The, every uh, every nursery okay. rhyme, every child story, every everything. Is a horror story. Is awful. Everything and, and is the meant nursery, to the, 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 the fairy tales. They're, they're horror stories. The Grimm's fairy tales. Yeah, all, they're all they all, all the Grimm's fairy tales. 
they've, they've uh, been sending so, money. so we can go back to uh, this very simple. We talked about in the A block how there was a, uh, a staggering number of young people uh, with um, you know psychological issues, right? right? There's a men right now are more. There are more. The, the depression among men is at its highest that it's ever been. Okay, because life used to be scary, right? And we knew what to fear. And we knew how to how to steer our children away. And we uh, that was the idea is to steer you. You gotta you gotta scare the shit out of your kids, okay? And you gotta scare them through horrible stories, terrible physical abuse, and uh, what was the other thing? Uh, <laughs> Point is, is is life's too easy, right? Am I? <laughs> oh, hard work, hard work, hard work. That's right. Hard. You got you got child labor, right? I it's I I don't, but uh, this is this is part of the problem. We don't know. There's all these things that we just don't know the meanings to, right? We don't understand the meanings of the things that that we say. Um, like uh, rockabye baby on the tree. Who puts a baby on a fucking treetop? Mm. Right, right. Isn't that a little? And then it's songs about him. It's songs about crashing to your death. It's fucked up. <laughs> and. And now that now that every everything is you know getting softer, we don't know what to do with ourselves. It's I, I feel like did you do that? No, did you? I gotta move myself this way. No, somebody else able to play with our shit. Maybe I did it by accident. Um, you know. So and then the the I think this is along the same lines, if I'm not mistaken. Now this one this one raises some, you know, um, because I. I I was having this discussion when, uh, I, as a younger man, when I was in high school and, okay. uh, it, it, there was a, there was a, a kid in my high school and, um, you know, he, uh, he took a long time in the bathroom. Right. And when he comes back, the teacher starts asking questions. Speaking of the nineties too. Okay. They're tired. Okay. The teacher starts asking well, questions too. So he starts. He starts answering these questions, and and one of them was that he 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 kept wiping, but you know he went to the bathroom. He took a long time, and one of the reasons you know the, one of the reasons that he was giving was he, he had to keep wiping. Like it was it was a lot of wipes. It's like there's a brown you know? crayon down there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. But uh, and then this and and so. Like a classroom discussion. Uh, Eric has asked him, how come we seem like talking but don't hear him? And you might, everybody should be able to be heard. Actually, I, I hear me. Do you hear why that? I hear you. I, I've hey, noticed Daddy, also, there's some lag. There's a little bit. Of, there's, yeah, there's well, sometimes the it does. Yeah, sometimes there's some lag in the video. That could be it. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Pete, for pointing out the obvious. I really, really appreciate that, and I don't know why I didn't think of it myself. You're, but you're uh, I might yourself. I'm sorry. Moved. <laughs> there was a there was a kid that chimed in. You know, a little class discussion to opened up, and the kid this kid chimed in. He goes, "Dude, I wait three times. I'm done. I don't care." 
One, two, three. Oh. Right? And I was like, I, I was horrified. Absolutely. Horrified. That's, that's bad. That, that's bad. <laughs> that's, oh, well. That's no. bad. I'll Just throw go. these draws now. I'll go for a little while. When it starts feeling like this is never ending, I shift gears and wash my ass. See, yes. your, wife your wife appreciates me, Maddie. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, I'm, I'm the one that put the comment up there, Pete. That's why you say it. Good job. Um, <laughs> um, but now, uh, you know, experts explains why you should never wipe more than three times after pooping. Why is I need to know. I don't know. It's probably because you should wash. I, I, I'm hearing that that using toilet paper is not healthy for you like at all. An expert is here to explain why exceeding three wipes is not recommended, and she's offering helpful advice for those if, who struggle if, with this issue. What? If five doesn't get it, go wash your ass. In a TikTok video uploaded by Mien Australia, a knowledgeable pelvic floor physiotherapist. What the fuck is a physiotherapist? Sheds light on optimal number of wipes during a bathroom visit. And 57 clip, the 57 second clip aims to provide a solution to reduce excessive wiping. The expert begins by addressing the common concern that offers reassurance, saying, when you're wiping more than two or three times, this is called fecal smearing. Essentially, it occurs when too much fecal matter remains at the ass entrance, even after you have finished your bowel movement. To combat this issue, the physiotherapist introduces a technique that can potentially decrease the number of wipes. Guys, I'm losing. I've, she struggled. I'm losing audio and video. I think it's on. You're my losing end. everything. Yeah, I got get you guys dropping out. I'm going to drop my video for a few minutes to, to see if I can't uh, get things squared away on my end. All right, I'm going to continue with this, and you can. Uh, by gradually. Yeah, go ahead. By gradually. By gradually increases the increasing the squeeze from 20 percent to 50 percent to 80 percent, and finally 100 percent. Individuals can perform the controlled squeeze at the end of their bound. What? Is, is there a gauge? Oh, so I suggest have to a progressive. Like... <laughs> no, <laughs> no. She so suggests a progressive squeezing of the pelvic floor muscle in a waterfall pattern. I mean, like, is there like a torque wrench for your asshole? <laughs> like, so you can tell how much, how hard you're pushing? No, you're supposed to use, you're supposed to use a progressive squeezing of the pelvic floor muscles yes. in a waterfall pattern. But you said 20%, 50%, whatever. How, how am I supposed to gauge that? <sighs> in other words, so if you wipe at the same time as you're clenching and squeezing, so you're shitting in your hand. No, like what? This no, no. You're, you're gonna end up sucking the toilet paper up in there. <laughs> ah, no, no, no. I don't want to do that. It's like think, think about think about squeezing the last bit of toothpaste out of a toothpaste out of a, a tube. Okay, you want to squeeze it down and get it all out before you put the lid back on, right? Yeah, but that involves that involves a tool. Like the little tea thing, you slip over the tube and you wind it up. Like I'm, yeah. It's true. See, so we need a we need a uh, we need a, we need a shit squeezer. There you go. Thank you. 
They also mentioned that factors like hemorrhoids or scar tissues around the ass may contribute to the need for excessive wiping. In such cases where the suggested technique does not prove effective, she advises seeking professional medical advice for further evaluation. Hey, doc, how do I wipe my ass? <laughs> I think Mike's. Yeah, I think his. He, I think he dropped he's out. out. He's got some kind of other. He's having more problems. I heard him try to chime in and then it just stopped. Yeah. I'm here. Oh, oh there you are. You're just not on camera. No, yeah, I want to know how you got that cute picture of you and Dickie. I want to know how you got that cute picture of you and Dickie to pop up. That's, that's adorable. <laughs> uh, I've got that set in my settings as my audio only avatar. Awesome. That's pretty great. That's uh, pretty cool. Erica commented that there there has to be better has to be news. Better news has to. Um, well, you know what? We've come to the. I was thinking uh, of you when I did that. I, I I know it. Well, I'm the one that sent it over because I was like, wow, let's. Uh, I just wanted to. I, honestly, I just wanted to tell the story about that kid. That uh, <laughs> what's dying? Three and done. Three and out. Three strikes, right. and three swipes, and he's out. All right, so uh, the, the quality of I'm gonna, uh, you know what? It's been uh, it's been 48 minutes. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna bring this B block home. We're gonna tell you about 302 46 voice. If you want Mike's voice on uh, on your project, give him a fucking call at that number 302 46 voice, and he will uh, you know do it for money. <laughs> you got to pay him. I mean that's that's the point. That's right. Um. You can always go to, uh, you can always, uh, uh, what you can always do what to go see Big Daddy? You can go fucking where? Big Daddy, where do we see you? Uh, well, you can see me this Friday at the Funny Farm Theater at 730 at 919 Bouchelle Road in Elkton, Maryland. Uh, tickets are free. Go to the Forgetful Squirrels on Facebook or Forgetful Squirrels on YouTube or Forgetful Squirrels on TikTok or Forgetful Squirrels on Instagram for more information or Forgetful Squirrels on Ticketly. All over the motherfucking place. Damn. I worked for Ticketly for a month. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> all right. So that has, did I miss anything? Oh, uh, Marshall's, uh, what's it? Sports Shop, Red Bubble. Marshall's Sports Shop over there in Red Bubble, uh, my sports art shop. And uh, that's it. Do you have a little, uh, you a little thing to play there? No, I mean, just intro. I'm going to play a bumper and get us out of here. I will be back in the C block, hopefully with a better sound quality, and we'll talk to you then. Oh, oh, I know I look like a cartoon villain. I probably scared him. <laughs>